Hey everybody, and welcome to Conversations with Matt DeLockery. I want to dive into a super fun topic today. Why can God murder people, but it's wrong for us? Yes, I know this is not actually super fun, but I'm willing to bet a lot of you have been wondering about this and may not have ever heard a good answer. And that still holds true whether you're Christian or not. So this one's really for everybody. So let's get into it. Let's begin with humans. A human killing another human is murder because, very simply, we don't have the right to take someone else's life. We have control over our own life, but we don't have the right to control others' lives. Um, as someone once said, the right for me to swing my fists ends with another person's face. In other words, I can do what I want, but I don't have the right to harm you by my actions. Okay, I don't think there's much debate on the idea that humans are not, uh, your humans should not murder. But how does this same issue apply to, um, let's say, animals? Let's, let's go down in the hierarchy and, and make this simpler before we try to go up. When a lion kills a zebra, it kills it, but it doesn't murder it. Why not? Well, there's a difference between humans and animals. Animals are not moral agents. They don't have the capacity for moral actions. Now, there's a lot of discussion on why that's the case, but many people, whether they believe in a god or not, think that animals do not have the ability to make moral decisions. However, humans are moral agents. When someone hurts us, uh, we get mad at them. We're not simply up upset at the fact that we're hurt. We hold the other person personally responsible for their actions because we think they should have known not to do that. If someone treats us unfairly, we say, that's not fair. It's more than just, I don't like how you treated me. If someone takes something away that's ours, we say, give that back, that's mine, and say that's not simply because we wanted it, but because it's not right to take someone something that belongs to someone else. That's something that should not be done. Again, these sorts of things apply to humans, but they don't really apply to animals. Animals might be upset that something's taken from them or another animal has hurt them, but it's not the same thing as there being an objective moral value that stealing is wrong or injuring another person or animal is wrong. It's simply being upset at the consequences. And again, there's a, there's a thousand things that could be said about this. There's a whole field of philosophy that deals with this sort of issue. I'm just trying to lay out a basic idea. Humans are moral agents, and the concepts of good and evil, right and wrong, are things that we should pay attention to. Um, however, good, evil, right and wrong are not things that apply to animals, because animals are not moral agents. Okay. So animals, humans, what happens when we go up in the hierarchy? What about God? Well, God's a little bit different. And just like with animals, things apply a little bit differently to him. Um, but we really shouldn't be surprised at this. If we go up or down in the hierarchy of beings, things will be a little bit different. Animals are on one side of the moral spectrum. They're not moral agents, and morality doesn't apply to them. Humans are sort of in the middle of this spectrum. Uh, God is on the other end of it, uh, on the high end of it, uh, the opposite side of animals. Because God actually created life, and he gave it to us. So because of that, he has every right to take it back. Because of that, God's not even capable of murder, because that would be to say he has no right to take a person's life. And Since God has every right to take a human's life back, because he gave it to them, it's logically impossible for God to commit murder. To say that God could commit murder would be to say that he has no right to take a human's life. But of course, God has that right, so therefore even if he kills someone, it's not murder. 
And that brings up two issues that I need to address. First, is there actually a standard that God adheres to, or can he just do whatever he wants? The simple answer is that all of God's actions have a direction. God works to produce order rather than disorder. Um, to explain what I mean by that, uh, if you think about disorder, what I mean is like, like chaos and disruption. If you've seen the Dark Knight trilogy, the Batman movies, think to the middle one with the Joker, uh, the Heath Ledger Joker. In that movie, the Joker was trying to do everything he could to disrupt the order in the system. He wasn't trying to gain power for himself or create an evil empire. He just liked tearing things down. Or, as Alfred said, some men just like to see the world burn. That's disorder. Order is the building up of things into something beautiful, wonderful, peaceful, and so forth. So the standard that God operates according to is that his actions create order and resist disorder. The second issue I want to address is, what about people who think God is telling them to kill someone? Uh, the answer is, he's not telling you to kill someone. You need to seek professional medical help. Yes, God has told people to do that before, but even in the Bible, that's pretty rare. And when you take those few individuals in the Bible, uh, that even the Bible records, um, and compare them to the entire human population of all time, the overwhelming odds are that God is not telling you to kill someone. So the safest course of action for you and everybody around you is for you to seek professional medical help. There's a whole lot more that I can and would like to say about these topics, but I want to see where the questions take the conversation. So let me know what you're thinking about, and I'll respond. So let's see here. Question, comment. I don't run in the same circles that you do. Is this a common complaint? I know the atheists talk about the Old Testament God and his cruelty, but what about the New Testament? Did Jesus address this subject? Um, it's not really addressed in either one of the you know, Old or New Testament, nor is it really um, addressed, I'm, I'm going to say a really broad statement, that much outside the Bible in non-Christian literature. Now, somebody might comment that, you know, I'm completely wrong, and if so, then let me know in the comments and tell me where I'm mistaken. But generally, I think people had the view that, you know, the gods had the right to take life, and nobody really thought any different. It's sort of like, yeah, well, they're gods. That's what they can do. And the same thing with the God of the Bible. People just like, well, God has a right to do that. That's what he does. Um, it's more of a question of how we relate to God and what we do with our lives rather than what he does. People never really had the idea of judging God because that, that just didn't make any sense. Um, another question. I've run into quite a few Christians that struggle with why does God allow X, Y, Z to happen? Bad things happen to children innocent people, so forth. Uh, why God allows certain things to happen is a, it's an enormous question. I'm trying to deal with one small part. So let me, pardon me if I don't give you the entire answer. Let me just give you a brief overview of it. When God created the world, he decided that he didn't want to just run everything individually by himself like he's, you know, you know, doing the puppet thing and like everybody's going to move exactly according to his will. He wanted both human beings as well as spiritual beings, um, think angelic realm, but there's also uh, other spiritual beings that are below God, but above the angels. They're both spiritual beings and human beings who all have the real ability to impact the world 
around them. Um, we humans have the real ability to impact history. The things that we do and say actually make a difference. They change the course of events, even in a small way, but they still change the course of events for our life and the people's lives that we come into contact with. So if you're around somebody who makes a lot of poor decisions, you know, some of that might affect you. If you're around somebody who makes a lot of really good decisions, you know, some of that's going to affect you too. And so just as humans can do this in, in our in our world, and we see both positive and negative consequences to that, there are also spiritual beings that do the same thing too. And uh, not everything negative that happens in the world is simply because God caused it. He causes some things, not others. And why he allowed that is a great question, which is not something that's ever answered in the Bible. But he apparently decided that it's worth it to run the risk of bad things happening, which he knew would, to allow there to be other beings who get to rule with him. And by rule, I mean affect the world around us. So basically that, God's letting uh, us, humans and spiritual beings, do other things do um, what they think is best. So that should also make us think a little bit about our own actions and how we decide to live going forward because our actions really do matter. Um, question, does that go for state government killings, capital punishment? Yeah, if you notice, I was talking just about um, individual people because when you get into this question of like state and governments and stuff, there's a difference between killing and murder, too, because – and I think that gets in the question of justice because governments do have uh, the ability um, or, or the right to, uh, to wage war, to uh, bring punishment on people who are, who are part of their citizenry. Uh, in some cultures, this has included capital punishment like Old Testament Israel. Uh, some it may not, but the purpose of doing that is they are allowed some power in order to be able to have a, a society that is allowed or is able to function. And so it's taken out of the hands of individuals and put in the hands of a larger group. But even though it's supposed to happen according to certain principles and rules and when you start getting into why governments do X, Y, or Z, I'm not much help there because I don't spend much time thinking about politics. Um, but yes, that does happen. It's a little bit different for governments than it is for individuals. Uh, let's see here. How do you address Ecclesiastes 3.3, time to born, time to die? Time to plant, time to uproot, time to kill, time to heal, time to break down. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, there is a time to do all those things, but there's never a there's a time to, uh, you know, take a sword and stab your neighbor. That that's not one of those things. That's not okay. Yes, people will be born and people will die, but they uh, that's not your right to determine when they die. That the right to life or not is meant to be left up to God, which is why I said He has the right to do stuff like that. And we don't. So it's above human's pay grade. 
what about self-defense? That's another question, sort of like the, um, sort of like the question of what are, uh, is a government allowed to do things? It's whether something is legitimately self-defense or not is another question. But if you're trying to defend yourself, I think most people say that's not murder. Murder is when you're trying to do something rather than just like you're trying to not die yourself. It's a little bit different. There's another thing that said all animals are persons, non-human animals are potential victims of murder. So is the question here, um, are animals victim of victims of murder? Is that the question? Uh, does that count? Um, I guess it would be along the lines of if you kill an animal like a cow or a sheep or something in, in an effort, you know, for the purpose of eating it or something, is that wrong? Is that the question that's being asked there? I might take a minute to get a response, so I'm just going to go ahead and answer it like it is. Um, animals and humans are a little bit different. Um, again, both in their capacity to, in how they, in how they act towards other beings, which where I said animals are not moral agents. Um, okay, yes, I'm on the right track then. Killing animals for the purpose of eating them, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think you cross a line when if, if you're doing it inhumanely, if, um, if you're doing it for... Uh, just for purposes of sport, and then you, you know, you don't do anything with the animal that you killed. Uh, Follow-up question on this: Animals have a capacity for happiness. I don't know to what extent animals do or do not have a capacity for happiness. I think some of them do, to a degree, but I don't know why that would affect. Um, whether or not you kill them for food. Uh, Follow-up question, can I kill cats to eat them so long as I do it humanely? Again, like with a lot of, whether it's a cat, whether it's a cow, something like that, I don't see why that would be a problem because animals and humans are different, again. Unless unless you're trying to say that they're, that they're on the exact same plane, and I don't think it does. Um, and yeah, there's there, another comment makes a point that, yeah, in Genesis, it says that you can kill and eat the animals, which on the biblical view, yeah, um, it's okay. Uh, so we treat animals a little bit differently because of that, because we can use them for food. But I don't, I think it should be done in a way that provide, that causes the least amount of harm possible to the animals. They should be raised in an environment that is um, not something that makes it unpleasant for them like a lot of the uh now i'm gonna forget the term i like the places where they just keep them caged up all day long and they don't let them move around comment no there are equals as beneficiaries of morality they're not our moral equals of course nobody's saying that now i don't think they're a they're the same as we are as far as morality i think there's a difference there um, we owe humans something a little bit differently. We're, um, when the Bible tells us to love our, our neighbors, 
what it's talking about is we're supposed to act selflessly on behalf of the other people around us. We don't have anything like that as far as uh, animals. What we have is the command to take care of the world around us and to make it a as good and wonderful of a place as we possibly can. Uh, we absolutely do owe animals kind, kindness, but um, I don't think they're on the same level as we are. Any other questions? Alrighty. Well, thank you all for coming today, and I'll talk to you next week.